This is John Byrne, the lead pastor here at Grace Fellowship, and this is the Grace Deep Dive Podcast, recorded deep in the depths of the Grace Fellowship basement here in Lakewood, Colorado. We dive a little deeper into Sunday sermon. I'm Johnny McCloskey, and I'll be your host on the Grace Deep Dive Podcast. Hey, John. Hey, what? How's it going? It's hey, all right, man. How are have you? Have you uh, listened to my new album I just dropped? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I was, you know, we're kind of talking about... This is Johnny West here. Johnny West, yeah, Johnny West, you know, and uh, it's kind of my new my new rap album. No, I think it's really cool, actually. Uh, we talked about this a little bit, I think on Sunday even, and even yeah. before, I wasn't planning on to bring this up because it doesn't really have anything to do with our uh, topic too much because we're in a new series, God Questions, and yeah. which is really cool, actually. Not got questions, but no, God Yeah, questions, questions for yeah. God, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's kind of cool. And the, and the first week is, uh, does God matter, which we'll mm-hmm. get into in a second. And, the, yeah. and, the, and spoiler, he does. Yeah, oh, he does matter. Geez. Why did you have to go and give it away? <laughs> right. So, but be, just to kind of get it out of the way, because I know we're kind of talking about. It, I think it's really a cool thing, just the Kanye thing. Um, yeah. Him coming out with the new album, Jesus is King, and and you said something. You got kind of mentioned in one of your sermons that that he was getting there's some skepticism or something. Yeah, sometimes you know c- celebrity. Uh, conversions or whatever you want to call it you know when people when celebrities come to Jesus and uh, sometimes it's it, you know as Christians we can be a little bit skeptical you know like are they really coming to Jesus is it a publicity stunt is it um, you know what what's the what's the reasoning will it last I think yeah will it last or is it really going to change your life that kind of stuff and I think um, we can be kind of skeptical I think we we need to be careful of that like I, I think our def- default position should be one of hope and excitement yeah um you know, we'll see where Kanye is at in a year or two years or five years. But, but for the me in the meantime, I'm just going to celebrate that, celebrate and pray and and hope that God is changed has changed Kanye's heart. And, um, you know, there's this thing, he has these, you know, he calls them Sunday services, and, you know, I just saw that, yeah, yeah, and like uh, I don't, I forget what the number was, some huge number of people claimed, you know, to or professed some kind of faith in Jesus for the first time and that's amazing that's we should we should celebrate that and as long as God uses that then then man I'm I'm a fan of it so you know if if it turns out down the road that this was a publicity stunt or Which it wasn't heartfelt yeah. or whatever then fine but but it, I'm going to I'm going to take him at his word yeah and I don't you know I don't think it, I don't think publicity. I'll, I think what people, why the quote unquote skepticism, it'd be more, um, we get excited. I think we yeah. get excited. Like, oh, this could be great. You know, yeah. we love to see somebody in the limelight who, yeah. who, who the culture seems to also love, you know? Yeah. It's nice to see the cross, you know, of Christ being carried to a different platform, which is kind of cool and exciting. I think we'd not let the people get skeptical, but they're just like, oh, I just hope it lasts. I just hope. Yeah. I hope, well, I hope and, great and we should be praying happen. for that, right? You know, oh, it's yeah. funny because I listened to a podcast called Breakpoint and, uh, you know, it comes from Chuck Colson and uh, his ministry, which Chuck has passed. But Chuck Colson was kind of a celebrity conversion of sorts, you know, from the Nixon campaign and, and Watergate and all that kind of stuff. And he was he was kind of one of those that people were skeptical about him, too, because it was kind of one of those celebrity conversion type of situations. But he ended up not only was it sincere, but started a ministry that's long lasting is now lasting beyond his lifetime. Now, there's a difference in, in skepticism because the Apostle Paul was yeah. they're also skeptical of him. But I think it was more they're a little bit more concerned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to kill us. So it's a little bit different. I think it, it, with, the, with Kanye, it's more just like. It's just cool. Hopefully, well, it lasts. Well, Kanye, Kanye was has not always he he's not been friendly towards 
people of faith mm-hmm. and, and towards the Christian worldview at, at times in his in his past. Now he wasn't killing people, but you know, but he's not been friendly. He said he's said and and done things which I think would be considered, um, you know, even blasphemous at times. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Anyways, but yeah, let's pray for him, man. That's awesome. It's awesome. Actually, actually, it's something huge to celebrate. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, so we're in the, we're in the the new series, God God Questions, yeah. and uh, does God matter? Is the is the one? And you know, it's kind of funny when I think about this series that you have to have a series called Questions for God or God Questions, yeah. right? It's just why, as humans, we have so many questions about God. Why is that? I mean, why shouldn't it? I mean, we have a Bible. Shouldn't it all be laid out? It's cut and dry, right? Here it is. Here's your answers. Go on with your life. Well, sure. Sure. But we do. But but we don't We don't really, you know, the Bible, we're going to talk about the Bible a little bit on Sunday uh, as far as a book. And, you know, the question on Sunday is, has God spoken? And, of course, the answer is yes. Spoiler alert. Oops. I oh, did that the opposite order. Yeah, I did yeah. that in the wrong order. But anyways, uh, you know, but, and, and certainly, we'll, you know, we'll talk about on Sunday, scripture, scripture is, is one of the ways that we believe that God has spoken, but not everybody believes that. Right. And so, but there is a sense, I think the important thing in that is that you look at the percentage of the population that believes in, in God. And I mean that in a very broad way, not, not the Christian God, not the God of the Bible necessarily, but God. And it's it's a huge, just well over ninety percent, right? Um, and so I think I think there's a, an argument to be made that perhaps, and this is I alluded to this a little bit on Sunday, you know, the argument from desire that we have a desire for something that's transcendent, something that's bigger, that's uh, that's outside of this universe, and so we we seek after that. And the fact that that virtually all of, all human beings, almost everybody, believes in some kind of divine something. Um, should tell us something that there there probably is a divine something there is something yeah yeah and so and so i think that the pursuit of that and that's kind of uh c.s lewis's argument in mere christianity that i that i referred to an argument from desire you know it, desires have um fulfillments like we have a desire for things we have fulfillment and of course sin is the perverted fulfillment uh, of of our desires right but that doesn't mean the desire itself is is innately bad and that God didn't place it there, and we have a desire to know God because maybe there's a God there, and I think that that's, um, I think there's something to be said for that. So that kind of even, so you think even maybe the questions aren't as complicated as sometimes we make it. Sometimes in some situations, well, yeah, sin compl- complicates things. Well, and yeah, it does complicate things, and there's a lot of people that don't want to believe in God or at least a certain kind of God. They want to create God in their own image, if you want to think of it that way. They want God to be a certain way, fit in a certain box, fit in a certain box. And, uh, and, and when, when God doesn't fit in the box as neatly as they would like, then, then they go, well, there must not be a God, or it's certainly not the kind of God they would prefer, or whatever, whatever the case might be. And so I think, um, yeah, I think, I think it's important to understand that we don't, I don't get to tell, I don't get to determine who Johnny is. Johnny is who Johnny is, right? And I am who I am. Um, and God is who God is. So we kind of got to take God as he is, not as we want him to be. And that's that's a hard thing for people. And some people will reject God because he doesn't check all the boxes that they think he should check. Yeah, and I, and I think it's hard too because uh, 
sometimes there are certain things, and we kind of talked about this before, but sometimes there are situations or questions that we may have, mm-hmm. and God just says, I just can't, I'm not going to answer that. Or you don't want to understand it anyways. Yeah, you're not capable of understanding, maybe. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of does complicate it also. So there are, so I'm sure there are certain questions that you are going to be able to answer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you kind of alluded to the fact that you alluded to. <laughs> the fa- the, I alluded the, to the fact that I alluded yes, to. Yes, that there's a moral desire, a moral argument for yeah. God. There's a desire argument for God. Yeah. There's also a cosmological um, argument and many for God. others as well. Yeah, yeah, many others. And you chose because the question is, does God matter? Or you kind of even changed it maybe to do that. But why did you uh, d- not decide to go into those other um, arguments more in depth? Well, yeah, there's, there's. It's one thing to believe that God exists, but that wasn't really the question. I think, it, of course, the the idea that there are good arguments for God for the existence of God, I think matters because people need to know that that those arguments are there. And I already put one argument, like a vid, a little video thing on, on our Facebook page that people can can go look at. That I think it was the cosmological one. What was the Facebook page? Is uh, it just the Grace Fellowship one? Grace, Grace Fellowship, Fellowship of Lakewood. Of Lakewood. Okay. Yeah, and um, and so I, I did put like a video explaining that one a little bit more in depth. Um, and there's there's lots there's so many arguments for the existence of God, and I think most of them. The vast majority of them are legitimate. They work. Um, they have good evidence to support them. I didn't want to go into that because I think most people already believe that there's some kind of divine being. I think that the more pertinent question is, so what? So mm-hmm. there's a God. Why does that matter? And and so I really wanted to, to approach things from that perspective a little bit and, and just kind of go, hey, it's the fact that God exists, I realize, isn't always sufficient for a person to, to really investigate more. And so the fact that God matters in our life in this world, I think hopefully that gives us some kind of motivation to go, yeah, I think not only does his existence matter, but I should probably invest time in, in, in investigating who God is and why, and why it might matter even on a deeper level than what we went into. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Because it doesn't really matter if, if something exists or not. Right. I mean, there could be things that exist. Elephants exist. I've never touched one. Yeah, and I don't, they don't affect my and I daily don't care life. Too. Yeah, I maybe mean, some people would. You know, yeah. that would be their bucket list item. But right. For me, I don't ever need to ride an elephant. I'm right. good. I don't need to be near one. I'm okay with that. You yeah. know? And like I said, I know they exist. But the question is, like you said, yeah, even if we could prove that God exists right now 100%. Does so what? Does that mean? Does that mean anything to you? Does that matter? And I yeah. think that was a good approach to take. I think. Um, so your kind of your point was, uh, why does God matter? I mean, I know we talked about this in the thing, but just because we're gonna go a little bit different in this yeah. the rest of this podcast. But why does he matter? I mean, why does it matter that God exists? Yeah. Well, and I and I laid out kind of three categories that I think uh, people really pursue in life. Uh, in general, I think it's innate in us. It's part of our essence. And so I think we, we, we pursue truth. Mm-hmm. We want to know what's true about us, about the world, about the universe. That's why we do science. That's why we study things. That's why we uh, are even in relationship with other people. We want to know about what's true about and other honest, people. Yeah. And, yeah. and so we pursue truth. And I think, I think uh, when we, if there is a God that created the universe, then in essence, he created all that really is. In other words, in other words he created what is true. And so if we are going to pursue what is true to know the one who created it makes sense and, 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 and can kind of satisfy that need that's, that's built within us. So I think, so I think to know truth and then, and then the, uh, the second category I broke it down um, into 
was, what was it? Truth. Uh, beauty was one. Well, beauty was the third one, though. <laughs> what is it? It was, uh, it, it was uh, you, the way I remember is that if a, someone said you were you Goodness, were mean, goodness. Yeah, oh, my yeah. goodness, goodness. Yeah. You remember you remember the thing at the end. The girl. The, the girl, girl thing. little the girl, girl at the end. Girl yeah. comment. Yeah. yeah, the girl comment. So I, I was thinking morality in my head. I knew that wasn't the word I used, but that's obviously related to goodness. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so we pursue what is good. We all want what is good. And oftentimes we clothe it in other languages, too, like justice or something like that. Or... or or being benevolent or being kind, you know, those are, we, we kind of value those as those are good things. And so we pursue that. We encourage, um, other people to, to be those things. We try to be those things. Why do we try to be those things? Why don't we try to be mean? What, what is, you know, why is goodness better than meanness? And, and people will go, well, because isn't that obvious? And it's like, well, yeah, it is kind of yeah, obvious, well, but only because it's built into us. Mm-hmm. But why is it obvious? Why, is it, yeah, why yeah. is it because obvious? It's right. And, 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 and who determined that what is good or what is just is better than what is unjust? As a matter of fact, you, one could make an argument that, hey, you know, I, I happen to be on this planet and the only thing that matters is me. Why should I care about anybody else? I should injustice. I don't care about justice or injustice. Whatever gets me the best life I can have. Right. And so so why isn't that the best option mm-hmm. to take? Um, but we intuitively know it's not. It's built into us to go, no, we, you know, being unkind to others or, or, or oppressing others or something isn't good. And we know that and we pursue what is good. And, and God is good. God determines what is good. He created us to pursue goodness and he is good. Yeah. And beautiful. And, be- and beautiful. And that mm-hmm. was the third category. And we, we do. We pursue beauty. And while beauty might seem a little bit more subjective, um, it's not as subjective as we think. You know, we, we might have differences of opinion about what, whether one thing is more beautiful than another, but in general... Yeah, fall or winter or whatever, or this painting or that painting. Yeah, yeah. but in general, we kind of all have at least some concept of for beauty. what beauty is. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, we most often, although there, there, there are exceptions to this, but most often we wouldn't say, well, well that landscape is ugly. We, we might say, well, it's not what I prefer. Like it's, it's beautiful in its own right, but I prefer something else. But that, that is, I think is I more beautiful. See, I see the beauty in that. Yeah. You still see some beauty in it. Right. So there is an objective side to that, even though there are differences. And I think that, and, and, and God is beautiful and he created a beautiful world and a beautiful universe for us to, for us to appreciate. So it sounds like you kind of brought us down to the, why does God matter is more just the bring us down to our base needs that we have a need, a desire for yeah, beauty, for desire, goodness. Yeah, yeah uh, goodness, uh, beauty, and yeah. um, what's the other one? I just forgot. Good, good, yeah, I know, right? Truth. Goodness, yeah, truth. truth yeah, goodness so we have and those desires built in us. So if you acknowledge that they're there, and if apart from God, who is who is is the perfect manifestation of all those things, right? And you can you can know that that God, and you can be reconciled to that God, and He can begin to bring out more truth more beauty and more goodness out of us uh-huh. in that relationship. So if you, that's why it matters because yeah. I can now become better at these things that I do value. Well, I think it was, that's what kind of, I think what gets the Christian in trouble sometimes in society Yeah, is you'll see a lot of, uh, of people like, who cares? Like that's the thing is like at the, at, you know, it's like, why does it matter that, you know, we, that the culture may be going in a certain direction. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not hurting them. You know, why does a Christian get so bothered by it? Or why is it, you know, well, if it's the woman's right to choose, you know, like, or whatever it is, it could be anything, you know, why is it that we don't you know the prayer in school or whatever? The, but the reality is the reason why it bothers the Christians so much is because 
we you we know you may not know this or realize this at this moment or maybe you're repressing it but you do have a desire for truth you do have a desire for goodness and you do have a desire for beauty and you're not you're not doing it and you're actually going the opposite direction and we want to try to like put you back towards what is good what is and point good and it towards god and that's just the culture doesn't like that. Yeah. And it's just so hard because it's like, um, you know, you just want them to live their best life, you know, not like their best life, well, but you know, you want yeah. them to live, you know, their, their right desires, you know, you want them to, to see that. Well, we know. want to, that we and want everybody to lives. experience what is true, good and beautiful. Yeah. And even our own lives. And, you know, I know we, we tend to, as you know, believers will be pursuing pure, like the, 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 the goodness and the truth in God and the beauty of who God is. And we'll worship those things. And then we'll drift and we'll start to worship the quote unquote beauty of the world and the goodness of the world. And it's not, it's a cheap substitute. It's only meant to distract. Right. It's not going to ever fulfill, right. you know, and, uh, it actually will perpetuate even more just like, you know, I don't want to say evil in us, but you know, like a, a false, yeah. this is a false, whatever. And so yeah. I think we need to be constantly focusing yeah, on absolutely. the truth and the beauty and the goodness of God and, yep. and conforming to that. Yeah. Yep. No, that, I think that's exactly right. And you know, even, even, even our culture doesn't, they don't go, Hey, this is not beautiful or this is not good. And I'm pursuing it anyways. They actually try to, you know, they go, no, this is they have a they have a, a, a misunderstanding of what is true, good, and beautiful, and and they convince themselves that something is true, good, or beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's not. And so we got That's why we need a standard bearer like God, because it's not you don't you and I don't get to be the standard bearer, no. and neither does any other person. Um, there has to be something that transcends us that is a standard bearer for those. That's things. why I always say I say we should not man should not be setting morality. No, no, because it's no, all, if, the we're bar make, if we're making moves. it up, it's a problem. Yeah, the bar is always going to move. Yep, you know. So God needs to set the morality, and we need to, uh, like you said, if, even if we don't like it, we still should try to adapt right. to that to right. that barrier. Um, I was kind of doing some research about this question on my own, and I, I came across an article in the New York Times. Oh wow, and it, it's similar uh, but different. I was just curious. Johnny's reading the New York Times. I was just curious what your perspective was oh it's a little quote so bear with me as i as i read the quote but it says the philosopher john gray however has recently been arguing that belief in god should have little or nothing to do with religion he points out that in many cases for instance polytheism hinduism buddhism Taoism, and shinto many strands of and many strands of judaism and some christian and muslim traditions belief is of little or no importance Rather, practice, ritual, meditation, a way of life is what counts. He goes on to say that only... I've actually read this article. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes on to say that uh, it's only religious fundamentalists and ignorant rationalists <laughs> who think the myths we live by are literal truths. And that we... Oh, almost done. Sorry. And that we believe... And what we believe doesn't, in the end, matter very much. What matters is how we live. Yeah. What's your reaction to this, John? That is... The some of the worst thinking I've ever heard in my why life. Why is that? I thought, I thought this would get it's, it's ridiculous, and here's why. I mean, look, I'm not saying I don't know that much about John Gray. Um, you know, I, I have read that article, ironically. Not funny. But um, he uh, he makes such, such fundamental, basic, um, epistemological to pull out a ten dollar word or hundred dollar word or whatever mistakes in that. You know, because he says, oh, what matters is praxis, not. Um, not theology, basically, is what he's saying. But what he doesn't seem to understand, which is, to me, just blatantly obvious, and I think to most people will be blatantly obvious, at least once they hear it, is that what you practice is always based on what you believe. So if you don't believe that there is a God who is a standard bearer of truth, good, and beauty, 
then why would you practice anything that that God recommends? Like, why? What's yeah. the point? It'd be like if uh, you didn't believe you were going to increase your biceps uh, size by doing these curls, why would you do the curls? Why would you do the curls? Yeah, yeah. or or yeah, exactly. Or you know, you don't, you don't you don't believe in Santa Claus, but you're still going to put out cookies and milk. Mm-hmm. Like what? You know. Well, I, I don't. It, it's so foreign to me that what we believe doesn't matter; how we live matters, right? But we live according to our beliefs, and, and this is fundamentally true. Um, and and we're inconsistent in it for sure. Um, but if you look at people, generally speaking, they will live their life according to what they believe to be true. And so, if I believe that that the stops the stoplight is flat is red right now because the other direction's green i'm gonna stop so i don't get hit but if i say i don't believe the stoplights i don't believe that the other way is green even though mine's red well i'm just gonna blow through there right like why, why would i act in a way that is inconsistent with my own beliefs about about god and reality you know th- i think he, he's making a fundamental mistake not only in, in the relationship between beliefs and or, be, or between theology and praxis or, or beliefs and practice, but also he's he's making a fundamental mistake when it comes to um, his understanding of the world. As a matter of fact, I bet if you were to sit down and talk to, talk to John Gray about about what he how he thinks people should behave, which he seems to think matters in that article, right? What matters is how people live then he would have some kind of idea about reality and about the world we live in that would make one set of behaviors good and another one mm-hmm. bad. In other words, he's he's finding some kind of objective morality and he lives according to it himself. That he believes in. That he believes in. Mm-hmm. And and so he's grounding it somewhere or he's not grounding it. And Because if you're not, if you don't have a, an opinion, yeah. if you don't have a belief system, then yeah. what's the point of even saying anything? Yeah. Do whatever you do. People do whatever they want. Yeah. You know? he, he, he takes religion and kind of puts it over in this thing over here where that's a, that's personal and private. You know, and a lot of people do this. Well, that's personal and private. Well, it is personal, but it's not private. Our, our faith, our belief about God, and, and if we really believe that God created the universe and created all that is real, then, you know, that's kind of what I talked about, that truth is really about reality, right? And if God created everything, then God determined not only reality, but what is true about reality. Mm-hmm. And we live in reality. So if we're going to, if so what we believe about God matters because he's the standard, bro. he created this universe we live in. And so he created all that is real. So our understanding of the reality in the world and the universe that we live in matters when it comes to how we live. And you can't separate the two. Mm-hmm. The, the two. He's not the first one to try to do that. Lots of people have tried to do that, but it's it's incoherent. Yeah, it gets around, like you said, it goes back to the fact that he does believe in something too, which he is what absolutely does. And that's why I said on Sunday, people can't live. I didn't quite put it in these words, but people can't live with a relativistic reality. So, clarify that. Okay, well, I'll just use transgender as an example. Like, so, so people, the whole gender debate, and everybody's, you know, are there two genders? Are there five million genders, or whatever? All that stuff. Um, here's what's happening, and this is happening almost regularly now, is that you have trans. Um, tr- okay, I gotta get this right. So, trans men, for instance, which means they were born biologically female, but now they have gone through whatever treatments and done whatever things, and now they live as a as a as a man right and so that that trans man now goes to the doctor fills out the paperwork says in the paperwork i am a male man and then they go oh okay so then they begin to treat that person as if they were a man maybe they're having stomach pains or something like that and they and they 
and they so they begin to treat them for the stomach pains, thinking this is a man, and then they end up being pregnant and they lose the child. What just happened there? That trans man tried to live a reality that was not real. They tried to live inconsistently with the fact that they mm. are a biological woman. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so now, because they tried to live live that way, harm has come to them. Well, that's what happens. Whether now I know that may seem like an extreme example, but that's what happens everywhere else too. It, it, whether it's just not as extreme. Well, I think it's the hard, and that's the hard part about even just truth in general. Yeah. Because the truth, truth hurts. Nobody likes to hear it, but the truth also helps. You know, and and that's the thing that's hard is. You know, and, you know, you bring up the, uh, we were planning on talking about this, but the transgender thing, you bring yeah. it up and, and it is, it's, it's heartbreaking to me, you know, I don't know. It maybe, is heartbreaking. Uh, and, and people really struggle and maybe with that. Don't want I'm not diminishing anybody's exactly. struggle with and it. And that's the point. There is, there is something, there's something that is, that is inside them that isn't, isn't, you know, for lack of better, the it's way not it's supposed function. to. Yeah, exactly. And there's some confusion there. And, and, and that is, but the, in, in our answer, in what we believe is the answer is that you try to just wrestle through that, you know, and try to recorrect yeah. that. And there is a way to do that, um, through Christ and, and then receiving, you know, having that truth come hopefully come over you. And it sometimes takes time and believe me, you know, there's things in my life that well, I, that and I there's God's grace with. in the midst of the struggle, even if the struggles for the rest of your life. Exactly. And, and, but the and answer, really believe that. but the answer is, is it's not to, to make those changes. Cause, and you know, people will disagree. That's fine. But the, the reality is, is, um, it's going to hurt in the long run. It it's is going to hurt him in the long it run. Is. And that's what, that's the thing is like the reason why a Christian would say something that is because we know it's going to hurt them in the long run. Does anyone else care about that? And does anyone else care enough to say anything? Right. Or is it just easier to say, yeah, do what you need to do. You be you, you make yourself happy yeah. knowing that maybe, but, the, maybe they don't know that, that it's yeah. not going to make them but happy. But the pursuit of happiness often leads to depression. I'm just saying in general, like, yeah. it, it does. And we pursue what we think will make us happy. And, you know, again, it's not about the trend. We're not talking necessarily about the transgender issue per se today, but, but what you just, cause it makes the point is not only, you know, not only are those situations where harm comes to the person who's trying to live in a way that is inconsistent with, with reality, but Many who have gone down that road is a growing number, a significantly growing number of, of people who've gone down that road have, 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 you know, come around and go, actually, I thought it was going to make me happy. It totally didn't. As a matter of fact, it made me suicidal or I, or, and they transition back or different things like that because, because they find out that when you try to, when you, when you run, reality is a stubborn thing. And when you run head, headlong into reality, reality wins. Yeah. And, and, and it's not always pleasant to, to live according to reality, especially because we live in a fallen world and, and, and the sin and the fallenness in this world has impacted us and it hurts us. Um, but you can't fight reality. You'll lose every time. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it's just, it's just the way it is. So we, we, we can't live, we are inconsistent. You know, when we, when we try to go against reality, it does it never turns out well, even if we think it will for, mm-hmm. for a moment. So, so John, this uh, next, just kind of tra- transitioning back to the, the, the sermon in the series. Yeah. You're doing four, you're ask, answering four questions. Yeah. Which I thought you were going to answer all on Sunday. And I was like, oh man, he is, he's got five minutes to go and he's got three more questions to go. So you talked about, so why God matters to the first one. Uh-huh. Uh, and there was, do you know the other three off the top of your head? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, yeah. This Sunday is, has God spoken? Okay. Um, which I'm really excited about. I'm, I'm excited about all these. I think they're going to be really good. Um, you know, because if God does matter, right, then 
then and, and he created this universe to, then it follows it follows to go hey I wonder if he's actually tried to communicate with us in some way mm. and so that's kind of what we're asking is has God spoken and if so then where and how and all those kinds of questions um, and then and then the next week we're going to do was Jesus really God you know the, the central piece of the Christian claim is that is that God took on human flesh and that and that he was both fully divine fully human and uh, and that and that matters and if Jesus was really God then that makes a difference too in what he taught and what he did um, and then the last week we're going to talk about did Jesus rise from the dead because if, if if Jesus rose from the dead if he was really God and he was really human and he rose from the dead then it changes everything mm-hmm. it changes our understanding of life changes our understanding of this world changes our understanding of the eternity of the soul what we were created for and, and, and it matters how we live day to day and what we look forward to and how we view things like like life and death and all those kinds of things. Mm. Well, John, so you obviously you, then picking those four questions, you you probably skipped over a few that maybe you wanted huh. to talk to or talk about. or um, And this would be a great opportunity for the listeners. If you have a question um, about God, uh, email us at podcast. Um, podcast at gfol.org you have a question that you want John to kind of look into yeah please do he needs stuff to do you know he's always I, bored yeah I'm bored I don't yeah. know <laughs> he's always got something to do no. alright he needs something to do but uh, any questions that you skipped over that you kind of wanted to address and maybe you don't have all the answers for but maybe some some common questions that yeah I mean you know the, the thing about the thing about God is you know there are people who who believe in a bigger God and um, you know some kind of divine being I think I think what's really important is because I think most people already believe in some kind of divine something higher power yeah higher higher power of some sorts the question is which one and, and this is what I really hope want people to investigate is is which um, description of God which which God project, if you want to think of it that way, makes the most sense of the world that we live in as we understand it. And I think I think when you begin, when you come at the question from that angle and you investigate from that direction, in other words, what what does best explain the reality of evil in this world? I mean, if it's an Eastern religion, they go, well, re- evil's not really real. Isn't re- oh, evil's okay. not really real? Does that does that make sense? If it Hinduism or Buddhism or something like that. You know, does that does it make sense that evil is not real? Real because I look around and it feels pretty real, looks pretty real. Mm-hmm. Does it? It doesn't seem to explain that. You know, is is it? Uh, you know, does it? Does it make sense of of what we know about the universe, and and uh, what we know about human nature, what we know of all these things? What, it, what does it explain the desires that we have as people? Does it explain the see, the the difference that we see between people and the rest of the animal world? You know, why is why do, why do people seem to be special? Does it explain that? You know, so whatever whatever it is, I think the explanatory power of of God is important. And which God specifically? And why? Which God? Because yeah. if that God explains the the universe, then that's probably the right one. That's who we. That's who we're talking about. And then um, maybe even be bold enough to say, you know, fine, I believe in the, you know the Hindu religion or whatever, the gods yeah. of the, then, then you, then I think it would be fair to say then you need to believe in those gods alone, not just, you know, cause it can't just be, you know, I, you know like well, they, 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 the problem is you, they lack explanatory power, mm-hmm. right? They can't explain the universe. And I, I don't think they even try to. Um, and, 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 you know, the, the unique thing about the Christian faith and its offshoots, if you will, or, um, and I think the Christian faith is the ultimately the right one, but but its offshoots at least in some ways try to do this. Um, that is grounded in in the in the reality of history. 
Now, a lot of religious books and religious things aren't really grounded in in history. Or like even you look at the Quran. The Quran is like um, it's a bunch of instructions, if you will, um, about how to live uh, in in certain ways and how you should treat the people around you and things like that. Um, but it doesn't really ground it in history. It, it talks about history some, but even the history it talks about it kind of rips off from like actually the Bible a lot of, in a lot of ways, you know, Jesus talks in the manger and, uh, they get the Trinity wrong in the Quran, but they at least talk about the Trinity, you know, like they, they think the Trinity is God, God, the father, Mary, the mother, and Jesus, the son, they think that's the Trinity, which it's not just so we're clear, but anyways, you know, like the different things like that. So, so does it explain reality? Is it grounded in history? Um, you know, and, and I think that that's, that's a really important way to approach that project. Any other questions that you kind of wanted to no, I don't think so. But I would say this, you know, we're, we're kind of going to run out of time anyways, but I would, but I am going to put up another podcast this week. So we're going to have an extra one. Okay. Um, I interviewed uh, the author of Cultural Apologetics. Uh, we, had, we had a little Zoom call and I talked to him and interviewed him. So we're going to put that up. So make sure you guys listen to that as well. I think it'll be really, really uh, good. And he, he talks about some of the things we talk about, why these things matter. We talk about culture. We talk about our role. In, in culture and things like that. So I think, I think it'll be really beneficial. So you just talked about, mentioned him, but any other resources you recommend? Oh man, there's so many. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to narrow it down. I think, uh, I think if you are, if you are into apologetics, a book like cultural apologetics would be really, really good. Um, if you just kind of go, man, I just want to, I, I just want to really, um, investigate on a, I don't want to say a shallower level, but not you know, a little bit easier level, any of the case for Christ or case for faith or any of the least trouble books are good. Um, um, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what's the big idea, John, what's the big takeaway this week? God is real. God matters. If you, if you value truth, goodness, and beauty, then you, then you should find God. Thank you for joining us on the Grace Deep Dive podcast, where we believe in real grace for real living. We'll see you next week.